another episode of beer bacon and bros as always i'm alex i'm joined here with adam and chris tonight we have another special guest star because austin is mia right now r.i.p uh we've got zach who is he lives with adam austin and uh zach when he decides to stay there right is that the issue yeah yeah that's the problem right now <laughs> <laughs> all right uh no not zach brett sorry i fucked that up when yeah. brett decides to stay at the house yeah. Zach's also always working, it okay. seems like. I, I work the nights, you know. All right, well, Zach, give him a little introduction, man. All right, yeah, my name's Zach. Like I said, I'm from, uh, I'm from Alabama, uh, paramedic here in Lexington County. I work the nights. Uh, pretty much it. Big hockey guy. So he works the nights, but he drives the hemos during the days. If you, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a man of the yeah. night. He's on two notch at all points of the day, <laughs> sometimes during the nights and sometimes during the days. depends all on right, the job all he's right, working. All right. <laughs> All right, and then uh, Adam, as always, is going to give us the uh, the agenda, what we're going to talk about. All right, so as normal, uh, we got a beer of the week. Uh, special thanks to Chris for this one. This is going to be quite an interesting take on this. Um, and then now, for everybody who doesn't know yet, the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich is back. And we finally had a member of our podcasting group able to get one and taste it and try it. So we'll, we'll let Chris give us our take on that. And then college football for this weekend, um, we're going to talk about that, discuss the upcoming LSU-Alabama game, Florida State, and the firing of Willie Taggart. And then we're going to take on the NHL and the San Fran being undefeated and how Baltimore beat the Patriots. And then with the two subject matter experts in NHL, we'll have some hockey talk. So, Chris, please present our beer of the week All to the group. Right. Check this bad boy out. I'm already disappointed because it's Palmetto. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Just, just read the flavor contents on this thing. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a pepper beer. It's a ghost pepper beer. I've had a few of the uh, – I've had a habanero from somewhere when I was at my, one of my coworkers' house, and it was like I picked it up, took a sip, and was like, whoa. <laughs> and like I looked at the can, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I just finished the whole thing because it was actually pretty good. But it was like after every sip, you got like your tonsils got kicked in, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm gonna keep going." Like it was just, it was kind of addicting. Yeah. So I went out. This to... can's pretty good. This can's pretty cool, dude. It 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 fits what I hope it tastes like. Yeah. Like if it yeah. doesn't live up to this can, I'm gonna be I'm done with Palmetto at this point. <laughs> this is their this would be their third strike. Well, I was actually actually like when I went, so I went to Total Wine and was like, "All right, I'm gonna build one of these six packs. We're gonna get something different than the Aldi's or the Walmart brand." So. I'm rolling through it. I'm like, okay, here's the beers that you can pick from. So I got a, I got five other beers that we're gonna try over the next five weeks. But, uh, but I like walked past this and I was like, oh, this is cool. Then I realized it was palmetto. I was like, no, we've done too much palmetto. And then I read it and I was like, all right, we gotta try ghost pepper beer. Like we're doing ourselves a disservice if we don't try this. So no, uh, no I don't think we are doing ourselves a disservice. We're doing our fans this and listeners like a if, disservice. If, if by God's gracious, just gracious. I don't know, just comes over us and somehow we get huge and we get sponsors and like somehow Pat Meadows is going to be like, hey, we want to sponsor you. Be like, yeah, just don't go back and listen to these three episodes. You'll be good. <laughs> just, just ignore it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, I think you hit it nail on the head though. Damn. Pepper beers are either fantastic or oh. god awful. 
Yeah. Oh, it takes your whole mouth over. Swamp cabbage has a good habanero one. The one I had in a can the other other day was like, Ooh. it was enough heat that you could actually feel like your throat would warm up. Like it'd be a good oh, winter yeah. beer. Oh yeah. I felt my I felt my your tongue tingles after that. So this one is called the Ghost Rider. Yep. And Zach, what's the flavors it says it's got? It's in the little ghost red pepper and right cherry. Right All right. So you got pale ale with cherry and ghost pepper. No and fucking I, cherry in that. No, I I, <laughs> I taste the cherry. It actually that's really good, and it's it you hit it. It hits the tonsils. Really hard, but it's smooth as hell. So that, what you're saying is, this: if you got sinus issues, this is going to open you up. Absolutely, absolutely. I I can still feel it, like on the sides of my tongue. I can Let's still- shotgun it. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Not, I am not, not looking forward to this. Just an FYI to everybody. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this. Point. Hey, you've been tased. You're good. Yeah. That's really good, though. I that's. Yeah, it's I not agree. as spicy as I as I would think it would be, but you feel it. Like it's uh, yeah, actually, to... yeah, that's not as bad as I, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. A little kick there at the end. It doesn't overpower the beer too, which is no, it very doesn't. bad with some. When you try and infuse big flavors like that into beer, sometimes they get overpowered and it's just not good. We're still waiting on Alex to take his uh, first. Sip. What's I'm the reading. Back I'm reading the can. I'm getting educated. What's the back say? Would you like me to read what the can says? You don't have to read all that. That's like no, three and a half paragraphs. Oh, Four sentences max. <laughs> it's small print. All right, here we go. This is printed on the back of the can. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> the ghost pepper remains one of the world's hottest peppers, but Palmettos decided to tame it. We take a few of these bright red beauties and add them to one of the most balanced pale ales we've ever brewed and temper the heat with just a touch of sweet cherry. Don't be afraid. The resulting beer is a beautiful balance between sweet and heat that you'll find both refreshing and alluringly complex. It's not too hot to leave you in tears, but it's hot enough to keep things interesting. Come on, take a ride on the just slightly hotter side. Ghost Rider. Take a ride. Rider. You know Ghost Rider is actually a Marvel character? Did you know that? No, I did not realize that. Yep, I learned that about I thought he was DC because his movies suck dick. Okay. Yes, the movies did. It was not Marvel Cinematic Universe. It did it just to be clear. So, did it suck um, because it was Nick Nicholas Cage, or did they just suck in general? You know, I didn't think Nicholas Cage was that bad of a Ghost Rider, but I do think the movies just actually. I didn't mind the. F- they had two, right? Or was Correct. it three? I didn't two. mind the two. first one. The second one, I wasn't a big second, fan second of. Second one was god awful. All right. Yeah. The second one was awful. But back to the beer. So that mango habanero I've had before mm-hmm. kicked harder than this one, mm-hmm. but I feel like. Palmetto has a trend here. Oh god! Where the beers lose flight, lose flavor in the can. So I'm interested, and I kind of want to go try this bad boy on draft and see if it actually has a little bit of a harder hit. A little bit more. I bet you the cherries more more resound in the draft. I bet. I wonder if. uh, I wonder if they have this on tap right now, or I wonder if this is something they keep on tap or they just can it. If 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 that's a seasonal one, it's most likely a summer beer. Yeah, especially with cherries. Cherries also when you put. When you put uh, fruit like that in a beer, it's a lot of times it's more of a floral, uh, so you'll get it in the nose a lot more than you'll taste it. Um, so that's probably why it doesn't kick as hard. Zach coming in swinging for the fences with a little bit of beer knowledge. I like this. Well, I, I mean, like his this. dad's also my a, dad's a, a home brewer. My dad's been a home brewer for 20 years and almost started his own brewery. So also, I got also better watch out a spot on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's brought more intelligent talks to this podcast than Austin did in the last two weeks. 
Well, we all know Austin's, he's a numbers guy. Okay, first off, Austin's in charge of the stupid question of the day. I don't think his job is to be bringing in the intelligent <laughs> conversation. So he's, a, he's a numbers guy, not so much outside anything outside of that. Yeah, shout, shout out to Austin. He is actually studying for exams, so I... Uh, Allegedly. I, yeah, I give, him, I give him the credit on that, so... Um, I'm still not tasting a whole lot of cherry in that. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a floral thing. If you smell it, it you get the hints of cherry. If you but, want, you can try this. There's a technique like take a sip of it, and then kind of also kind of like let me show. You, let me. Just, it's gonna be easier to show you. Are, what you, I'm talking are about. you teaching me how to taste wine? Kind of. You probably yeah, it's probably the same thing. Like, yeah. Push it out through your nose. It's there. Yeah. You yeah. gotta get like you gotta get you gotta like, yeah. put a little bit in your mouth, suck in some air through it, and then like. To very, push out through your nose, you'll very get it. mellow. That's good though. That's that's one of the better beers I've yeah. had by them in a while. Because again, that's I, I'm I'm very fond of this one. I have I, really, I, yeah. I haven't been okay. on the podcast, but I've had several of their beers, and I'm like, these are garbage. The two we've had, <laughs> I think, I think the two we've had have suffered during the canning process. I think yeah. they have a real hard time of keeping the flavor as strong as I would want it to be. Yeah. All right. All right. Give it a round of scores. Who wants to go first? Zach, go ahead. You're the what, special guest. One to ten. Barstool style for or one bite style. I, I give it an eight. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't the best beer I've Ooh. ever had, but it was. I mean, it it was good flavor. It didn't. It wasn't over carbonated. I think. I think it was good beer. Is that is that the first eight on the show? I think yeah. I think that's the first. Uh, first eight. Yeah. I think we've had. I don't think so. I don't I think, know. I don't think so. I think we've we had really like need to start mid, keeping track of this. I think we've had like mid sevens, but I don't think yeah. we've had anything in the eights yet. So Zach coming in, coming in, swinging, swinging for the swinging fences for the there. Fences, man. So um, I don't know. I'm not. It's not terrible. I don't know if I'd get it by drink of choice. But oh, if, I, if it, I would. I like this one. If we yeah, sat down a Palmetto, this is the beer you want. Yeah. I just wow. I don't. I would get a draft. It's of the this. first one I'm getting. Wow. All right. But but I'm so I'm giving it like a. A five-two. It's not terrible. It's not alcohol percentage is six point two. Didn't bring that up. So no. I'm going to give it a five-two though. I said it's not my drink of choice, but if somebody had it, it was like, hey, do you want to finish this for me? That that's probably where I'd extend it of it. This was the last one at Total Wine, in case you're wondering. It's yeah, that's definitely a seasonal beer. Yeah, so. I'm kind of interested. Only can it says eight four three series, and we haven't seen that on the other ones. So I'm curious, like, if there's something special they got going on. Like maybe that. that's where the yeah. pepper's that from. Eight four three. Yeah, maybe. That's, maybe that's the area code for the coast. Uh, is it? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was eight six eight, eight, eight six, six four, four is upstate. upstate. Yeah, and it's Palmetto's got Charleston as one of their cities. Well, no, that, that is, is where Palmetto's from. No, and Morgantown, North Carolina, or Morganton. Morganton. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it originated, it originated in, Charleston. in Charleston. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying that's. Yeah. Palmetto is actually one of the oldest breweries in Charleston. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go um, with a seven point eight. I like yeah. this one. Yeah, I'm. I'm going. I do, I'm a big fan of the subtle heat. It's good enough to like. I would drink this during the winter, honestly. Like I, it sucks that this is most likely a spring summer beer. I'll look it up for you in just a second. I'm. I'm going with a five three. This is. Um, most certainly not one of my go-tos. This is not what I would get from Palmetto. I, it's not like it's a – I'm not saying it's a bad beer. It's just not something that hits my flavor profiles. This is not something I that agree. I look to I, drink. Yeah. So um, if you're into spicy beers, I mean, not that I've had too many of them, but 
This was not an uh, enjoyable, like unbearable drink. Like this was way too hot to drink. I'm kind getting of thing, the cherry more and more as I go through it. Yeah. Like I think it's also because I'm kind of focusing in on it and able to start picking it up the more it hits my tongue. But it's it's really kind of a cool hit of the spice though. Like it's really yeah. cool how it hits your mouth. Oh yeah. It does. It gives you the back I'd, of your throat. A, I'd be interested to see how a, a six pack would go down. Like, does the spice could you build? Drink, could you drink a whole? Yeah, you think you could drink six? What, of these? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how that would go. I'm curious to see how that would go too. So first off, I don't know. Like, craft beers sit a lot heavier in general. So drinking they do. Six, like that's like drinking six of them. Flashback to the Alexa episode. It's, me and her talked. Flashback to the Alexa episode. Me and her talked about how we love the good IPAs. That like after you drink three, you're kind of like, oh god. You're like, this getting off this bar stool is gonna be a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be. You know? Yes. Yes. I love the double IPAs that hit hard, and then you're like. You don't realize it. it's almost like a seven percent alcohol, and now, you go to stand up, you go to the bathroom, and you're like, "Oh Jesus, I've only had three. Or now that now that it's getting cold, you got the imperial stouts and porters coming out that yeah. are nine, ten percent. You two of them hit you on your ass. I love those, but then I hate when it breaks that ten threshold and they bring it out in the tiny little glass. And you're like, "Ah, I'm like, it's like, right. bro, I'm six foot two, two forty. Like that's a sip for me. Bring me out a fucking pint <laughs> of it. Like I'll I'll pay for the fees if you get in trouble. I want a pint of the." Whatever. Yeah, it's and but they're and occasionally if they get too high they get alcoholy. They don't taste like beer anymore. They yeah. take you like oh yeah, taste like you're drinking bourbon mixed with beer and it's not good. But I'm a big stout guy. I'm it, a big big Guinness guy. So anything dark and heavy like mm-hmm. that. For all the people wondering, this is a fall 19 seasonal, so it is available all fall. Yep, it's part of the 843 series, which this, is yeah. yes. Oh did shit! Okay, the eight, yeah, I did. The, oh, eight, okay. the eight, 843 series though is not just a fall season. Occasionally, the 84 series. 843 series can be found year-round. See, I, f- I picked up on that. I was like, we have not seen the 843 pop up on a can yet. There's the something eight, special about that. The 843 series has a different beer for – there's four beers, and they come out in each different mm-hmm. season. So yeah. the Ghost Rider is the fall one. The Raspberry Rewind is the spring. Ooh, I'm going to try that. The uh, Brassy Blonde is the summer. The Blonde is really good. Yeah, I bet the Blonde is. And the Piece right, of we need to start making- Cookie is the winter one. The what? Is the what? Yeah. Piece of cookie. Piece of cookie. That's, that's that sounds not, it's, like, it's like peace, like in the peace sign. But that, that's that's not going to be good. That sounds good. Right now. It sounds <laughs> good. Cho- sounds cho- great. Ooh. Uh, is the execution there, though? That's the question. Ooh, okay. So What's ch- that flavor profile on it that It is one? chocolate chip, mint chocolate, no, good old-fashioned sugar cookie no, combo. That's going to be awful. It's going to be uh, way too sweet. That's for, <laughs> that's for the that's for the Ugg-wearing leg- or. Uh, that's no, for girls no, that don't yeah. like beer, no, but they want to drink a beer. A beer exactly. It's a milk and cookie stout, and no, the fuck it's okay, not. Okay, no, hold it's, on. It's, it's The stout does throw a wild card in there. It it's does. heavier beers. You can pull off some stuff like that. It's that 8.9 alcohol by volume. All right, we're going. The, 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 we're going. <laughs> we're not, get, we're not, we're not going to do the disgrace of getting that in a can. We are going to Palmetto, and we're trying that on draft. <laughs> okay, we'll go to we Trump. need to start. We need to make that. If, during, since they have these 843 series, we yeah. need to hit each series – in person. Okay. Get it on draft. We need to do that. It's also uh, just an excuse to go to Charleston, which yeah. is who, – nope. who, who needs an excuse to go Twist to Charleston? Twist my arm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, go to the beach and drink beer? God, I guess I'll make time for that. Yeah. You're, Fresh you're, seafood? Oh, fuck me. You're, <laughs> your Ugg-wearing girls are not going to be able to handle more than one of those. Oh, no, not at all. 8.9? Hey, man, don't tell Austin <laughs> that because last time me had a date in Charleston and got her belligerently drunk. <laughs> Twice. Twice, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. All right, Adam, what's, on, what's next on the list? Well, uh, if if you have listened to the first episode, 
It was Battle of the Chicken Sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A. Well, Popeyes has now finally come back with the chicken sandwich. They brought it back. Yesterday was the first day. Mo- yeah. Mo- yeah. Or yeah, was yeah. it Monday? Yesterday. Well, yesterday was Monday. Yeah. Yep. Or Sunday, I mean. Was it Sunday it got released? Or I- Sunday they said they were coming out with it. It was in stores Monday. I don't know, honestly. I, I, think- did, I just happened to have somebody tell me that it the was, sandwich it was, was back. It was that pretty quick of a turnaround. I yeah. saw it like, on social media one day, and the next day I saw the post about people eating. I'm like, oh, damn, that was so, pretty quick. either way... We said we told all our listeners we would go and get one. We'd go and try it. We never got a chance. They never brought it back. Yeah. Till now. We, the, all the Popeyes around us literally sold out the day before we recorded the podcast the first mm-hmm. time about Popeyes. Never got it back. Not a single one. Of, I don't think a single one in South Carolina ever got the chicken sandwich back. I don't think they back. did. I don't think they did. And until then, now. Yeah, until now. Until now. But, and but now. it's because they, they've spent... Eight months now cooking up a whole bunch of chickens and getting them ready. So now I would to figure out that formula without the it cocaine. Has, it hasn't it. really been eight months, but it feels our like subject it. matter expert in food. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's so honoring. Uh, Chris uh, Williams. Is it honoring or kind of an insult or kind it, of? Shot? I think it's a combination. Like, I think it's a combination of both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that happened at work the other day. Somebody said something to me like they were just like messing around, and it was like an insult. It was like a compliment back, followed by compliment? an insult or whatever, and I was like. Thank you. <laughs> it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, no. you're like, what? But yeah. since, gotta, gotta since you had it today, as well, baby. today you had the chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Yesterday. 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 Okay. Yesterday. Yep. So, um, Give us the rundown on it. Okay. Well, Which is better, Popeye's, Chick-fil-A? Let's, you had both the original and the spicy, correct? Yes. I got, right, give us the rundown. All right. So... In the, in the, let's understand that these are two different sandwiches. They're both chicken sandwiches with, with things to them, but they're they're kind of like they're kind of made different. So like, Popeyes is extremely crunchy, like it's it's really really a crispy chicken sandwich. And the I mean it's a big fillet. I thought it was going to be pretty low quality meat. It was actually a chicken. It was white meat chicken breast. It's a good good to go quality chicken breast. Um, as my experience, I showed up at literally at like 11.30, got in the line, got in the drive through line. I was probably about 17 cars deep, wrapped around the building, got all the way up to like five cars deep. Got I got up to the ordering thing, and the guy was like, you're going to have to wait. And I'm like, okay, cool. Waited for at least seven minutes. I had cars blowing their horn at me like it was my fault that I was sitting at the damn ordering spot in the drive through line. I'm like, bro, waiting on him. And... Uh, no, I mean it's seriously. There was there was at least forty people in a Popeyes. Like they were all in line. Nobody was sitting down. They thought it was quicker to go inside, and it was not obviously. So, in in the forty minutes that it took me to get through the drive through line and get two chicken sandwiches, I ordered the classic and the spicy. All right, got one of each. I asked the lady because I don't like regular mayonnaise. I asked the lady, "Can I get no mayonnaise on my classic?" She said, "We don't edit the sandwiches." I'm like, oh, hold Chick-fil-A up. Chick-fil-A would oh, never. Absolutely not. I was like, hold up, no. lady. Wait a minute. She said, no, you get them how you get them. You could take it off. I was like, okay. So got got one of each, uh, $3.99, whether you get the spicy or the regular, uh, which I had to look up, is is more expensive than a Chick-fil-A sandwich. It's like $3.49 for the regular and uh, $3.75 for the spicy. So uh, more expensive, but I will tell you, you get more food with it. They're bigger chicken sandwiches. Um, like I said, it's a big white breast. Is it a bigger fillet or is it a bigger bun? Both. Both? Both. Okay. So uh, price point wise, both worth the money. Both of them worth the money. And um, in my opinion, 
I think the home style from the the classic original Chick Fil A and the home style from Popeyes, neither one is better, neither one is not as good. I'll say I'll say that. I, I think they're both pretty even. It's got to be what you're looking for, because you, uh, you got to pick one. Which one are you going to more often than not? Just for the home style? Yeah. Just for home style, I will probably go Chick Fil A original. All right. Just just for home style, yeah, uh, mostly got- mostly because I don't like mayonnaise or pickle, which Popeyes forced me into having. You know, Chick Fil A will take the pickles off for me. Um, Chick Fil A will do a lot for you. Yeah, customer yeah. service is the, definitely the, way change your tire. I mean, customer service wise, leaps and bounds over Popeyes. Oh, change your tire. Save your life in the drive-through. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for Chris, but he said he went up to the window. There was literally just basically buckets full of pre-made chicken sandwiches. Like Chick Fil A doesn't do that. They're all made to order. Well, no, I mean, you, you put them in the wrap. I mean, if you, it's a classic chicken sandwich, y'all have racks that say no pickle. There, there's racks of yeah, original but it's only like it's only like three or four at most at Not, a time. Yeah, I've oh, never yeah. seen it as four deep. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, I but Popeyes, Popeyes has to do that. I asked the lady in the line. I was like, "Hey, have you sold anything besides chicken sandwiches today?" They've been open for two hours. She said the only thing she sold is an original, a spicy, and fries. So that begs the question, though: Do you is was it worth the forty-minute wait to get two chicken sandwiches, where I could go to three different Chick Fil A's in the area and get yeah. six chicken sandwiches in the time it where takes it, you to it get takes, two. Yeah, it takes forty minutes just to drive through the three Chick Fil A, like two, like just make the drive to commute and, to the three different yeah. ones. And they, I mean, I we went to Chick Fil A for dinner tonight, and it took us five minutes to get order and get our food. You, could, hey, yeah. you go, you go into the line Chick Fil A at seven fifty-five. You leave at seven forty. Yeah. And they said my pleasure. You go back in time somehow. Yeah. <laughs> they changed your oil for you. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you know, if we're talking customer service or speed, no. I mean, you, you're always going to pick Chick-fil-A in that. Now, on to the spicy sandwich. Here comes the spin, guys. Buckle up for this one. The the spicy sandwich. Of course, I had to take the pickles off. But the spicy mayo on the uh, spicy sandwich from Popeye's. I will go if I if I am craving a spicy sandwich. To answer your question, I will go sit in line and get that spicy sandwich. It's worth the it's, it's worth, worth it. the forty minute wait. It is okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, See, that's in, I'm a huge fan of the spicy, spicy Chick Fil A. Oh, I am too. Uh, it's, it's, I am it's too. So good. The, the, the deluxe spicy with the lettuce, tomato, and all that stuff. Yeah, I love it. Like, I, pepper jack cheese. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, I I love it too. There's nothing wrong with the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. But that spicy, that spicy Popeye sandwich is is great. And you know what? One of the biggest things in Chick-fil-A, hear me on this, switch to brioche buns. Switch to buttery brioche buns, and I guarantee you, you'll put Popeye's out of business. I think that's one of the biggest downfalls of the Chick-fil-A sandwiches is the buns. I mean, I, I, I'm still biased towards Chick-fil-A. They're always going to get my money no matter what. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. Chick-fil-A is absolutely going to get my money. It's not like I'm not going to go to Chick-fil-A. I can't go to Sp- I can't go to Popeye's and get the Cool Wrap with the garlic herb dressing. Or I if, mean, if Chick-fil-A came out with Cajun waffle fries, mm, that would be that would be a game changer right there. I, I, I miss actually, the, the chicken salad sandwich, man. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong. Like if if you if you sat two both of them down in front of me though, and you said you got to pick one, I would pick the Popeye spicy sandwich over the Chick Fil A spicy sandwich. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So again, still hadn't tried it. So yeah, we'll, hopefully we'll, hopefully I can get there soon enough before they sell out again. I mean, God, at this point you got to go at 10 a.m. or at 9 p.m. at night because I mean, if you go by at lunch, literally you got cars slam, hanging out on slam. number one. They're blocking a lane out on number one, trying to turn into the Popeyes. So, um. But yeah, man, I was I I went in as level headed as possible, thinking, you know what, this is really not going to be as good as Chick Fil A. People have been saying it, and I'm not denying it. 
So Pop Popeyes is with it. Popeyes so is there. Not only not only did it just come out this I guess it was oh yeah, I guess it might it must have been over the weekend or either Monday, like we said. But there was an ambulance already in the parking lot from where <laughs> my people where somebody had had a heart attack, was just angry, had a fight, something. Already having po- people called ambulances to the Popeyes. At least we're not Maryland, where there was a lady. Was it a lady? It was a lady stabbed Stab- to death over a Popeye sandwich. Yeah, literally somebody killed a lady for a chicken sandwich. Killed for a chicken sandwich. The the guy behind me got seven of them. That's just absurd. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> he he went home and threw those bad boys in the freezer. Is what he did. He might have <laughs> guaranteed. He's like, I know they're gonna be that's out like- in a week and a half. Might as well save them. You think they're that's- a White Castle or something? I mean- you can't just freeze a chicken sandwich like that. <laughs> that's like the in the the show The Ranch on Netflix. They find one little guy. They find Rooster's freezer full of McRib sandwiches. And there's like 35 of them in there because boy was stocking up for the off season. <laughs> have you ever had a McRib? No, I had one McRib. I, in I don't high plan school. on ever having. I will one never either. have a McRib. <laughs> don't. Don't. I think it actually destroyed me internally one time. <laughs> I, I think that. I think that. Is Chris, it a, Chris is, is it, like Chris is like. I'm pretty sure I've lost years off my life over is the battle with the McRibs. Is it a good cleanse? Oh, absolutely. It is better than any any pill you'll take to get get your body moving, all, baby. Um, <laughs> who's vaping? Who's hmm? drooling? Are you drooling? Maybe. Can I hit it? That's all I care about. <laughs> I just kept smelling like the menthol. And I was like, where is it? <laughs> it's in my carpet. The degenerate over here. But, yeah, the, the McRibs only once a year because it takes them a year to find whatever meat it is that they use. God, dude. I mean, goodness gracious. It's not It's not rib, I can promise what you What it is is the U.S. federal system at the end of the fiscal year has all this leftover meat from the prisons. They sent to McDonald's and they process it into the McRibs. Is what they do. Yeah. Makes sense. It, it's Makes the sense. same meat that Taco Bell uses. No, it, it's not even as good as the meat that Taco Bell uses year round. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell's meat is good. All right. First off, if you it's who just here who here generally actually does get real bad diarrhea after eating Taco Bell? I oh, mean, no. depends None. on the occasion. After they changed it like five years ago, been great. Yeah, I think but, that's like that. That one meme I shared that one time. Like, if you get Food poisoning from Taco Bell. Your genes are inferior and your family's inferior. Like, just <laughs> stop complaining. What, is, what are you trying to say then? Now you just don't, don't, don't eat Taco Bell. You inferior, inferior human being. <laughs> Go to Chick Fil A yeah. and get your Jesus. Okay, that's what he's saying. But all right, with like Zach said at the beginning of the show, he is from Alabama. Yeet. He is ready for this weekend. Roll Tide, right, Zach? With the LSU-Alabama no. game. No, I'm more, what worried you about, I'm more worried about the Auburn-Georgia game, for being honest. Zach's, Zach's a fan, for all of you listeners that don't know Zach. Big Roll Tide, no, Big Roll Tide. He's a fan of the other Alabama team, the the, the Dragons. Edu- the educated ones. The Dragons. The, the UAB, UAB <laughs> Dragons. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's a fan of the team that can't pick a mascot after 60 years. Hey, hey. One's a mascot, one's a battle cry, but that's a whole different topic I can get into. But, uh, no, my, my thoughts on the LSU-Alabama game, I think LSU is going to be the better team. They're going to be the victor. I think they everyone's sleeping on them. Uh, you know, Auburn has one of the best defenses in the country and because they have a bunch of seniors backing the defensive line. And so they, they kind of stopped LSU. Everyone was surprised. They scored 23 points and won a game. Um but their offense, uh, Alex and I were talking about it earlier. Was I mean, they're a hit you in the mouth. We're gonna we're gonna do big plays. We're gonna be better and stronger than you. 
like Alabama-esque in years past with their extreme running back core. But Alabama this year, uh, I think Tua is not as healthy as people think he is. He's still kind of nursing that ankle injury, and he doesn't have the two or three weeks like he did last year uh, when he had the same injury to the other ankle to get fully prepped. He had a week and a half. Um, I think Alabama is really – they're reliant on the speed of their wide receivers, and – I think that's not going to work as well when you have such good pass protection from the safeties and defensive backs uh, that LSU brings to the table because they're all, I mean, going to be in the NFL and do well in the NFL. They are very good. Um, And I think their Alabama's running game is not as good quality as it has been in years past. So I think think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by LSU. I think it'll be a four to seven point victory, but I think LSU takes it, even though it's in Bryant Denny. So like going off what Zach was saying about me and his discussion, I do think if you watch LSU and you watch Alabama, Alabama, they execute. They hit their blocks, they hit their holes, they they run the perfect routes, perfect perfect runs, perfect passes. They're they execute perfectly. But with LSU, they execute, but they do it in an explosive and exciting manner. I feel like I don't know. It's just something about when you watch LSU's offense, you're just like, holy, like you're just into it. It's explosive. They're running down the field. They're just blowing pie people, or they're smashing the hell out of people on defense. Like, I don't know. It just seems like Alabama's just like the the classic gentleman of just like we're gonna do our job, get in, get out. And LSU's like we're here to fuck shit up. Like it's just there's like seems like there's two different styles of the offense. Do Do you know this is a completely new offense for LSU this year? Yeah. And well, it's working. It's well, the, working. The OC went to Sean Payton in the New Orleans Saints and said, teach me things. And he taught him things. And holy freaking shit, LSU is actually good on off. This is the first time in like 10 years. If you were to describe Bayou football, this is what I would describe as Bayou football. Yeah, I oh, agree. Yeah, smash mouth, yeah. one downhill like you're saying, it's, one downhill. It's action. not even that. It's spread action. And, I mean, and, it, they're, they're running out of the shotgun more than LSU ever has. And not even not even just their offense. Their defense is is Bayou football. I mean, yeah. they, they throw hard into your blocks. They run through your blocks, especially if oh, you yeah, have it, a wide receiver trying to block safe, one of their safeties ends. Safeties are hitting hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah if, you, if you try to throw a pick play on one of their, their DBs, the DB throws you to the ground and yeah. is like, get off me, little boy, like you stuff like a, that. You run a bullshit bubble screen, they are blowing up that first wide receiver blocker and stopping you in the backfield five yards back, if not causing a fumble. But, yeah, like, like Alex said, though, Alabama's going to execute. They're gonna, they are going to run what they are supposed to run, and they're just going to run it to perfection because that's what Nick Saban expects. But I don't think, and it's not even that they they execute it to perfection. They do, but what where they execute to perfection or perfection is their wide receivers, especially they they do really good routes. I mean, like the prettiest routes, and then when they get one step on that cornerback or safety covering them. They're able to do exploit uh, it. They yeah, that speed. They're, they are the just the fastest wide receiver core I've seen in a long time from that because they again they don't have the running back uh, to rely on and carry the team like they have in the past. Don't get me wrong, their quarterback or their running back is fantastic. Yeah, but he's he's not he's not uh, not Ingram he's no Henry. See, uh, Najee Harris is very similar to what Bo Scarborough was. Yes, and and. This is the first year that I think I've watched Alabama and kind of said, okay, they really don't have a good second running back. Yes, I agree. And, they and are not too deep like they have been in the last six or seven and, years. And they had a lot of turnover. Bo Scarborough, Damian Harris, now Najee Harris is kind of on his own. They got some young guys that are freshmen and sophomores that are getting carries, but they're just not 
they're not as talented. And I think that's really why you've seen Alabama turn to more of a passing team. That's why yeah. Tua's throwing the ball 40 to 50 times. Not that Tua isn't good, not that he can't do it, not that he's not going to be a first-round quarterback, but it, this is this is a vulnerable Alabama team. I think uh, – that's what I've, I've been saying it for weeks. Um, and I'm an Auburn fan, so I am a little biased. But I think I think uh, LSU is for sure going to win the SEC West um, They're because they're going to beat Alabama. They already beat Auburn. Um I think, but I think they're Alabama is a very beatable team. I think Auburn has a chance to beat them if they play it smart because they are playing in Auburn. Um, I think it'll be a close game. I don't think it'll be as close as the LSU game. Uh, but I, I, I think Alabama is not the pinnacle. Wait, they're playing in Auburn? Yes. Yeah. LSU and Alabama are? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. They're the playing Auburn, in Bryant, the, Auburn, oh, okay. the Auburn Alabama game. No, they're playing. Uh, Georgia uh, and Auburn's playing in Auburn. Yes. They? Yeah. This. Yeah. So Auburn schedule every year we play uh, Alabama and Georgia away or home. And so we got them both uh, at home this year, which I think will help. But I think I think Alabama is not the the peak uh, uh, team they have been in years past. To where I think they they didn't deserve to be number one for as long as they did, um, because I I truly believe if you watch how LSU plays and just the way they play consistently, they are the number one team in the country. Oh, absolutely. No, uh, I no think question. if if LSU wins this weekend, which I truly believe they will, the only reason they will lose another game is because they play lackadaisical and then look past the team that they're playing. I agree. But yeah. if they make it to the playoffs undefeated, I think it's going to be hard to stop those boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. And I hope it's an LSU Ohio State. Uh, yeah, final, that's but. exactly what I'm hoping for. I think, but because I think Ohio State's going to give them a run for their money with Taylor, but I don't think it's going to be uh, or. It's it's gonna be a good game, but I don't think Taylor's at Wisconsin. Yeah, Taylor's at Wisconsin. Yeah, you're J- thinking Jalen Hurts uh, or Justin Fields. He's Justin, Justin, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, not Taylor. Yeah, those those damn red or, and white or, jerseys. Uh, they all blend in. They all one. blend in. But it, yeah, this is not a good thing for the SEC. This is Alabama has played one ranked opponent. That's Texas A and M. Same thing that Clemson can say. If Alabama loses this game, I mean. Yeah, they'll play Auburn, and but, let's, let's I mean, say they, they still Auburn. They still have only played one ranked opponent, but I still think their strength of schedule is harder than Clemson's It is. It's, it's 13 positions the, higher. The ACC is – it used to be Clemson and Florida State. Florida State is dog shit this year, which we'll is going to lead into our next topic. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into but, that in a minute. But no, Clemson, you wait a minute. You're telling me Florida State's bad? Bad. Um, <laughs> like they, how it, bad? Like, like real bad. Like they like, might have to hire Lane Kiffin bad. Like, like fire your coach bad. Like fire your coach bad. No, but like Clemson, Clemson plays nobody, and everyone just goes crazy about them, and but, they're not that good of a team. But being being South Carolina fans, we we always say that every year. Oh, Clemson doesn't play anybody. We're on their schedule every year. Yeah, but are we're, we ranked? We're four and five currently. But yeah, but this it's not we, like we're anybody. You know, yeah, no, we no, we no. Oh, look, we're top ten that they played. No, I mean, Carolina's not been great, I mean, but they're it, always a decent team. But also in any rivalry game, whether it's LSU, Bama, Auburn, Alabama, Carolina, Georgia, it doesn't matter. I th- throw stats and throw the books out the window. It, or, yeah, look players at, and the athletes and the competitors that they are come out more hyped. Shit, look at two thousand fourteen Auburn. Look at two thousand fourteen Auburn. We we won on a. Uh, against Georgia, it was just heart on trying to catch a ball after it got almost picked to win the game in Georgia. And then you go two weeks later, you play Alabama, and you run back a 
missed field goal, that's not that's throwing the stat book out of the window. That's just pure heart and I want to play this game. It, and that's SEC or look. It, it's a little, a little bit, a little, little bit, a little bit of both. But I mean, like, it takes skill to run 109 yards with a bunch of big guys trying to hit you. Oh yeah. Um, but and tiptoeing down the sideline like yeah, he did with, for 20 yards with, yeah. with with one of your own players trying to tackle you on the five yard line, giving you a <laughs> mini heart attack. But um, no, it's 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 that's that when SE when top tier SEC teams play, and it's not even top tier. I've seen. Vanderbilt and Kentucky play like that before. Miss uh, Missouri and Kentucky play like that. It's just it's that competitive style of football that you only see really see in the Big Ten and the SEC. I'd agree with that. There was a Clemson fan that uh, did the research and found that uh, Clemson has played more uh, 500 or better teams than Alabama. Congratulations! You're beating five and four teams. You're beating four right. and three teams. Uh, you you've played one ranked opponent. In Texas A&M, so and it was a close game. Yeah, and it was literally—I mean, what was it like a fourteen-point game? Now A&M scored a late touchdown, yeah. but still, they should have lost <laughs> to North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's several games. Again, Clemson has gotten lucky. I think I would not and be not surprised. Lost. The the rankings are going to come out tonight later than we were doing this podcast. Like the actual college football ranking playoff rankings are coming out tonight for the first time. I would not be surprised. Clemson's most certainly going to be four. But I would not be surprised if they're the first one out. I, I could, agree. I agree. But with I could that. see this is how I see it. You're gonna have a LSU, Ohio State, Bama, Clemson. I if, I, if yeah. Oklahoma had not lost, or Twice if now. like Wisconsin had not lost and all that. Well, you got Penn State sitting at five. But right I think. Now with but, more but I'm just saying, like, if Oklahoma, Wisconsin, and Penn State, and if LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, all those teams remained undefeated. Clemson would have to be out of the final the final four. Oh, yeah. yeah. They would I have to so. be. Okay, so so let me throw this at you, too. Auburn wins out the rest of the season. That means they beat Georgia, they beat Alabama. I think I think Clemson gets bumped and uh, Oklahoma goes back in. Auburn, so if Auburn wins Auburn out. Auburn wins out. If, so if LSU beats Alabama this week, they'll, yeah. go to, they'll go to one loss, and then Auburn beats them. They go to two losses. They go to two losses. That would be Auburn. They're and, out, yeah. They're out. Auburn's lost at what, Florida? Auburn lost at Florida and at LSU. Both yeah, are too hard to get them in. Yeah, that no, but that's like that that just throws another wrench in the system. If 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 Alabama loses to Auburn, they lose uh, this week to LSU, that means Clemson's going to be in because they're going so to be what undefeated. If, yeah, no, what if you take um but it's gonna I think Oklahoma goes back in. What if you I, what if you, you take know what, LSU I actually to think the, Penn State gets in over Oklahoma? What if you take really? LSU to the to the SEC championship and they end up saying losing to Georgia? But by how much? It, by how much? Yeah. LSU will get in no matter what. If you, LSU makes it to the SEC championship game, which means they went undefeated, which means they beat Texas, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, and uh, and L- well, not LSU. Who's the? F- they have. Uh, they have. They play. They, their big wins are going to be Florida, Auburn, Alabama, Texas. Texas A&M, which I mean, they, they was they played them when Texas A&M was still kind of decent. They're gonna have they're gonna have played and beaten four top ten teams. Yes, though. yes, and that's that's why LSU will get in, even if they lose. Even, even the, I mean, one loss LSU. They have, they have one. Game. They have one go, bad game. Go and they back lose to Georgia about three touchdowns. Go back to when uh, Alabama and LSU made the national championship game when they played each. They played they, each other for the West. Yeah, like, yeah. It's the well, same thing. Well, that, no, that was a field goal game, though. That was I mean, that was goal. that was literally a what a nine to six game. That was also yeah. that yeah, year. Yeah, it was nine year, to six. LSU won, yeah. and then Bama went and beat them in the national championship. And yeah, that, that was, also, was that it. was also the year LSU never crossed the fifty yard line. Yeah, in the basically. championship game. Correct. Yeah, basically. They, no, they, Matt no, Finley no, no, was the Chris, quarterback. 
Chris, <laughs> they, they seriously, LSU crossed the 50-yard line one time. That on that play, there's a penalty, and they got back back across. And that was never the, saw the other side of the field again. Jesus. Yep. Right, Saban came out to make a point in that game. Let's say you have let's say you have Penn State uh, lose to Ohio State. Then your Penn State's not going to go to the Big Ten championship game on that side. Ohio State will. Penn State will have beaten Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. All four. Big Ten, you're talking about four top 25 teams and probably two or three top 10 teams. Yeah. And I, I think that will get in back over Oklahoma, who will only have wins over Texas and Baylor. That's true. That's fair. I, I just think – I think the, – and the big problem with Oklahoma and that whole conference is they have shitty, the shittiest defense schemes. Yeah. And they, they're just shootout games, which, I mean, are fun to watch. But that's not, that's not a playoff caliber style of – football team you want to see you want to you want to play rough and tough on both ends of the field oklahoma is the only one that can that can i mean can get in from the big 12 yeah i I agree they're they're the only one that could actually get in and hang with other teams too people keep talking about oregon uh getting in i'm like good one no i actually do think oregon would have a chance depending on who loses i don't think oregon has a chance though just watching them play I don't think they. I don't think they can get in. There's a. They're very, very young on defense. Yeah. Like you understand, they have a five-star defensive end. Yeah. So I think. The, and but look at their loss. Their losses to Auburn, who could potentially on have a, a la- last-second touchdown. Though. Oh yeah, but, but I mean, like you could you have you have a loss to Auburn, who has a loss to LSU. They could potentially have a loss to Georgia. They have a loss to Florida, and they could have a loss to Alabama. So they could have potentially lose to a four lot four. Uh, team with four losses but look at the teams you just named they're all top 15 oh, yeah teams. <laughs> no exactly though, but like it's like mm. but it's still it's, it's so, like the same thing of like that's all top 10 teams. they're all top they're all top five yeah. team or yeah, yeah top 10 at least so at, but at but oregon will oregon would walk away if oregon is if if oregon's even in the conversation for playoffs you're talking about a team that will have walked away with four top 25 wins yeah one top 10 loss and won the pac 12 yeah i think i think they're going to go to a high bowl i don't think they're going to be in I don't think they're going to make the playoffs either, especially not over an undefeated Clemson who's the defending national champion. Yeah. So, now, like we mentioned earlier, different <laughs> end of the spectrum. Old Florida State there, doing real great down there. Dude, they're just killing it down there. They're literally tanking this shit. Killing no. it. <laughs> no, so uh, old Willie Taggart is out. He is no more at Florida State. Nobody feels bad for him. No, so, not well, at all. I, People I don't feel- know, man. A year and a half is really not long enough to do. Especially when when Jimbo takes a lot of his guys to Texas A and M, and he kind of brings all their recruits he was taking to Florida State to Texas A and M. Like I said at Chris's house earlier, they took a house that was on fire, threw Willie Taggart in there with like a little handheld water gun, and said, "Put it out." You gave him. You've one, got five minutes. I think that water was filled water. with kerosene yeah. too. Like that was yeah. he was he. There was part kerosene in that water mixture that they put in his water gun. You got one bucket of water. You got a three-story house. Put it out. You've got yeah, exactly. You've got five minutes. Like it's good just, luck. Uh, there's no way you can expect a coach to come into a program that was already in the dumpster, and a year and a half later, expect it to be out of the dumpster. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel bad for Willie Taggart on that, and it's also kind of making me switch my stance on. It. I think Muschamp does deserve one more year, but that's a different story. Do you, Do you feel bad for Willie Taggart collecting thirty-one million dollars over the next two years? No, no. that's okay. just all right. That but was that's a like, dumb contract but on that's Florida like, State's like, we were talking exactly. about Exactly. It was a dumb hire to begin with. Florida State boosters chose to forego buying a football operations center to buy out Willie Taggart. I'm like, you just put more gasoline on the fire because you don't have the facilities now to help recruit. Like, if you built him yeah, a new operations center, he may have been able to recruit better. Well, he, the, Florida State 
I think what Florida State did is they actually were like, okay, we got to have a new coach. Uh, let's get somebody that's young and talented. Well, Oregon just hired this guy, Willie Taggart, went 7-5 and five in his first year. Uh, let's inquire about him. They call Oregon. And, like, people, people from Oregon have literally confirmed they were like, after the first year, we realized, holy shit, this may not be what we want. Florida State comes calling. They're like, hey, we'd like to buy out Willie Taggart. They're like, okay. And, and now look at Oregon, right? Yeah, I think it was a so, little bit of a rush job firing him. But at the same time, I mean, for Florida State going from being in the national championship in 2014, continuing to play good football for the next five years and then just getting – or four years – and then just giving him, like you said, he, he, there was a full-blown dumpster fire, and he had. I'm pretty sure this goes back to one of the stats I threw out in an earlier episode. Pretty sure Florida State's the last team that was ranked preseason number one to win the championship the same year. I think they were the last team to do that. Yeah, I think I the early, that was early that, I thought that was that 04 USC team with Matt Liner. I think it's the 04 USC team with Matt Liner. Oh yeah, Cal. besides that, but then Florida State in the 90s, I think, did it. Probably in the late yeah, 90s, I think probably. they did it. I mean, but, they, they are they are a historically good football team, and when you have a historically good football team like that, you don't want to you want to see results quickly, and I, that's a big problem with Auburn. That's Auburn fans have they, we were going up really good, 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 and then Gus Malzahn had he has one good year and then four bad years, and everyone wants to praise him and give him a contract raise uh, in his good year, and then we're stuck with him for four years when he's just shit in the bed with his terrible offensive scheme. <laughs> so it's but but we give him the time to where he does do better then Florida State's just not giving them the time yeah I the, I think I think Florida State the university the council the athletic director everybody was like okay we want to go get Willie Taggart and then they make the hire and all the Florida State fans are like what the fuck did you just do and they're like we we didn't want that we don't want this guy we want somebody else we want somebody better we want somebody bigger so this man's been under the scope since he got hired nobody's been happy about yeah, it he's, he's and after been... a year and a half now they're like all right can we finally get this done? And like Alex I, mentioned, they're in the pro- they were in the process of building a sixty million dollar football operations facility, like we've done here at USC. And the boosters literally chose to buy this man out, and that's and a big, instead of building so that he, center. He was yeah, on, a, he was on the hot thing. seat from when he got hired. He was yes, he, he has been on the hot seat. Yes, and it wasn't. They like didn't, a, they, a, there's a no way in hell you can say Florida State tried to set him up for success. No, oh, they did. It's, from they day one, they're like, let's see if you don't fail. It's like, oh, okay. What, well, like, they, what kind they, of pressure is that? They're like, here, we're gonna put you in a situation where we're already looking a, to fire you. No, you, you're, you're gonna have a hard time to succeed. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and that's that's your force setting. Is you, you're gonna have a hard time. Oh, you didn't succeed. Yeah, I'm gonna fire you. It's like it's like you um, in baseball. You put out the the, the closing pitcher. Your tied ball game, bottom of the ninth. The count's 3-2, bases loaded, and you're like, go out there and throw one pitch. You lose the game, you're cut from the team. Like, oh, okay, cool. Let me just go out here and do this. And just like, uh, no, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. it's like there, there was no there was no and setup it, for him. They gave him no help. I'll, I'll defend the Florida State fan base on this. Willie Taggart was 24-25 and 25 at South Florida. Somehow got a job at Oregon. Goes to Oregon, he goes 7-5 and five with a 10-win team the year before. He comes to Florida State, he's 9-12. and 12. And, and his whole thing is, oh, I'm a recruiter. I'm a recruiter. I'm a recruiter. I'm going to get the guys here. I got a high-flying offense. You know, I'm able to spread the ball out and score points, right? He's averaging like 23 points per game offensively. He has not finished in the top 15 in recruiting classes in the – he had he got the final year. 
he got the like January cycle to close out the cycle. They finished like 19th in the country. Last year he had a full year recruiting, finished 17th, and then this year they're currently ranked 17th again. So I mean, it's not like he's bringing in top 10 recruiting. I mean, classes he's right there on the but, on the cusp. If he's if he said I'm going to break top 50, and you're at 17th, that just means ah, yep, I lost what, I lost one four star. I couldn't. Couldn't quite swing him. But I mean, no, no, no. I that's, mean, that's but you also didn't. You didn't. You didn't help the kid out. Like, yeah, granted, exactly. it's not a. It's not a good hire hey, on their part. Look, no, but I, they didn't. They didn't go. They didn't give him no help. Right. We talk about the sixty million dollar football operations facility. That's like. That's like right? selling <laughs> him. Mean, like, that's like selling him a recruiting car and then saying, "Ah, sorry, you don't have an engine in it." Have yeah. Fun, have fun recruiting with no nice facilities. That's because yeah. that is a big thing recruits look at. Absolutely. And I mean, Jimbo Fisher, you know, did it for years on years on years, finishing in the top ten. That's what Florida State's expecting. Yes, right? Yes. They're an SEC program in the ACC. I'll openly admit yes, that. Yes, I will agree with that statement. And, and the problem is, is they're expecting top ten recruiting classes. They're expecting you're in the state of Florida. I mean, that's what I'm questioning. Is, that, the, even, the, is it the, the, kid, third, the, the third can, largest the, yeah. recruiting base yeah, in, like, the, yes. in the, the U.S.? The five stars can ride their damn bicycle to the campus. Like, that's, Literally. There's that many and five it, stars Miami's around Miami's not doing fucking anything. Florida's been terrible for the last three years, and now they're still somehow overrated so, and in the so top the, ten. The other thing that's hurting their recruiting, too, is Kirby Smart going to, uh, to Georgia. He's also a really good recruiter. Oh, yeah. And Florida, what they can't find in their home state, they're stealing from Georgia. And now because Georgia is becoming a powerhouse team again, they are not wanting to leave their state. Because, yeah. again, like he, Alex was saying, you can, they could ride their bike to freaking Athens and they'd be fine. Yeah, and even even South Carolina is reaching down in there and getting four stars out of Tucker High School in Atlanta. But it's exactly. like before, exactly. before South Carolina invested the, what, 50-something million in their yep. operations center, yep. I think LSU was the only other Power 5 school that had an operations center that level. In Florida. In Florida, and then Florida. it's like then South Carolina does it, and then recruiting goes up, and then all of a sudden it's like Alabama's after the, after, doing yeah, it, after, Auburn's doing it. After those three schools Texas did it, has spent over a hundred million dollars now, and yeah, after in after upgrades, after Texas Carolina, Florida, and LSU yep. did it, everybody was like, oh, there's they're on to something, except for Florida State. They're like, nope, it's the coach's fault. Yep. It has yeah. nothing to do with the operations center was built in, you know, Vietnam and it's got asbestos <laughs> it's in it. It's a bomb like, shelter yeah. on the yeah. off days, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to I don't like to give Lane Kiffin credit, but I will also give Lane Kiffin credit. Lane Kiffin has done a fantastic job of accepting three stars in the state of Florida. He really and has. he has he has really built the FAU program around three star kids from Florida. So I mean, they're no UCF though, am I right? No, they're de- and that's another thing. You can probably credit UCF to it. I mean, UCF's not out here just getting three stars. They're getting four star guys too. But look at their recruiting center. They have a nice recruiting center surprisingly like, and they won a national championship exactly. you're also like like again you're a bike ride away from fucking disney world exactly like they know how to show off great things for the university florida state's like nope not going to build nothing just it's the coach's fault no nope. i mean the sad part is lane kiffin has said i'm interested in the florida state job and they're like we're not interested in lane kiffin we're going after urban meyer urban meyer's like no nah, i don't think so urban meyer knows he's going to southern california in the next couple months you know, they go after Bob Stoops because he's retired. Bob Stoops is like, no, nah, I'm only coming out of retirement for a premier program. Yep. Ouch. If, 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 Urban, if Urban Meyer goes to He is Southern going to Southern Cal- California. He is. It's happening. I'm calling I it right now. I am going to throw up if no one hints on the fact that he's retired twice now. For, for medical, health, medical health conditions. Stuff. One time was a heart. Second one was he had fucking things growing in his brain. And then all of a sudden – both times, not even retired for a year before he accepts Con- another conveniently job. Conveniently, when he's in a losing season, too. Yeah. What, uh, oh, no. Oh, my heart. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. like Florida, so the- Florida, he saw the writing on the wall, got out. Ohio State saw the writing on the wall. Uh, no, I mean, Ohio, yeah, Ohio State, he saw the writing on the wall, retired. Ohio State just got lucky by picking up Justin Fields, who's lighting it up now, and he's kind of <laughs> salvaging the program for them. It's the 
so this is why I say this. The new AD at Southern California was the AD at Cincinnati, where Urban Meyer's son conveniently plays baseball. And they've had a connection. They've known each other from the Ohio roots as well. So that's why I fully – and he's literally said, the AD at Southern California said, we will do whatever it takes to get Urban Meyer here. But Florida State's in a bad position. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at an article right now. It says sources confirm Florida State is in talks with former Independence Community College head coach Jason Brown. Everybody knows that as the last chance you on Netflix. So Jason, that's his I, first name. Yeah, I'm like, holy crap. I mean, you're literally talking about getting a, a junior college coach to be your next head coach of a Power 5 program. Not only that, he's the one that just got fired for that controversial shit. Yeah, I mean, hey, I saw a list that had Gus Malzahn on, and I got a little excited. I know oh. it's not happening, but well, come on. And, and on that list was probably Urban Meyer, Bob Stoops. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. They were all on it. You know, so <laughs> the, they, uh, they, I was telling Chris that apparently the <laughs> Clemson assistant offensive coordinator, Jeff being, Scott. Yeah, he's being eyed by Florida State too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Brett Venable's name was on there. Hopefully, Tavares Robinson's name was on there. Shit, I, I my hope, name, I my hope, name's probably on that list. Like, come I on. hope old, uh, I hope old burnt vegetables leaves Clemson sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, it would be great. So, do we need to roll into NFL? I saw you over there checking the time. Um, yeah, we can. We can. And uh, I, we got big news. Um, it's the season of the quarterback downfalls again. All uh, jalapeno brisket went down for the Colts. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 100 billion yeah, just, year old. I'm just saying people's names wrong. Kobe Brissett went down with a sprained MCL. Because really his own offensive lineman's fat ass fell on him. Really hurt my fantasy team. Really hurt it. Did it? Yes. So, yes you, it did. Well, you you'll be okay with quarterback Brian. league with Brett and Austin. Yes, I'm in a two quarterback league, and it it hurt bad. Oh, you can go pick up Brian Hoyer. He's only 39. He's, he's no, making that. Oh, Nick Nick Foles is now starting over Gardner Minshew. He's back and already got the starting job after the bye week. They're on bye this week. Either way, he's well. Getting of course, the Chris, job. he can't start during the bye week. I mean, come he's going to win that bye week. You got to tell you what. <laughs> tell you what. I hope so. Nick Foles could win a bye week. Actually, Carson Wentz. So I, I missed that reference. Yeah, I, I think I'm still salty that the Eagles. We'll get into that discussion one day, but they they chose the wrong quarterback in my opinion. Oh uh, yeah. So I guess the biggest the biggest news coming out of the NFL right now, going into the week, there was two undefeated teams. The Browns suck. That's the, the biggest news. We, the, we we know this already. <laughs> there was two undefeated teams in the Patriots and the 49ers. Both quarterbacks were underbuilt. Actually, three quarterbacks here recently they have done well in Jacoby Brissett, Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady's the goat. He's been he's been doing it for years now. And old Jimmy G have all been doing very well this year. Jimmy G has now led his team to an eight and zero start for the San Francisco 49ers. Still blows me away. It does. It does. Like it's like where did they come from? Where where did this team all of a sudden get together? How all did of a this sudden, happen? It happened. Patriots are now after Sunday night football, seven and one. It's fantastic. Did not, did not see that coming, but I am happy about it. Seven and one. Who did they fall I, to? I was watching that game after like the first five minutes. I could tell the Ravens were going to win that game. Just you could tell by the they way their offense heart. was clicking. They were just like they're they're not the, stopping Lamar. The Baltimore Ravens finally finally made it. Look like the team that I think they're supposed to be this year. That everybody thought that this, that they were. We finally be. saw what the Lamar Jackson offense should look like. So but will it stay? That's the that's the other big my, question my coming th- out yeah, this week. This is this is my thing. Then is the pocket passer quarterback that the NFL pride itself on for so many years is that 
gonna be obsolete. Is your is your mobile quarterback like Michael Vick was back in his prime? Is it the reincarnation in Lamar Jackson? Uh, uh, Daniel Jones did a lot of running. Pat Mahomes does a lot of running. Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun yeah. Watson does Dak a lot Prescott, of running. Dak yeah. Prescott. Dak Prescott. Are your mobile quarterbacks now gonna be? The I think trend? The, I think the NFL is finally catching up. That if you have a quarterback that's a dual threat, it can't hurt you. Like is that? Like it's a good thing to have. I think I think it's it's other quarterbacks are going to kind of learn to be more not true dual threat. But they have a somewhat hesitant. The defense has to think, oh, they might be able to run for a little bit because Aaron, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has been doing that for a couple of years now. He he has the running ability to keep the linebackers at bay a little bit, but at the same time, he's a true pocket passer that can just casually throw the ball sixty-five yeah, yards. Yeah, because you're not going to see Tom Brady pull it right out of his own lead and run. 10 yards downfield. You're not going to see Big Ben do it. All those guys are – Aaron Rodgers isn't going to do it typically. Big Ben can't do that. His knees won't work. Well, that's not the point. But he'll he'll stiff-arm your 280-pound defensive lineman. Those old school – Hey, back, back in his time – his prime, though, Ben Roethlisberger was the most agile, non-scrambling quarterback because the offensive line true. was garbage and he I, had no choice yes. but to be that But agile. those older your, – your, your older style QBs – The pro-style offense. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not your, your mobile units anyway. And those are your pocket passers that I think might become obsolete in the next five years in the NFL. I don't I don't think you will see another Tom Brady-esque kind of quarterback. I, I think I mean, there's a I think as far a, as being a pocket passer or being just as accurate as completely and, immobile quarterback. Immobile. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I think you will have a, Yeah, that that's gone. The way of the immobile quarterback is done. Yeah, I, I agree with Zach's point. I think there's gonna be I think you're asking quarterback not quite the style of Lamar Jackson where he's actually more of just a scrambler than he is. But if you need it's, to gallop for four yards, you better yeah, be able to gallop can, for four let, yards. Let yeah. me be clear before he calls me out on social media. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is not a good thrower and or quarterback. He's not a running back. He is a, a quarterback. He is a quarterback. But he is a a a much He's a scrambling quarterback. He is the, he is the best running quarterback in the NFL. He actually looks like he prefers to be out of the pocket than in the pocket. Yeah, but his thing and is he's had more in pocket completions. His completion yeah. percentage is higher in the pocket. That's a lot to do with the offense and the route trees that they have, and the the very he's not a deep ball thrower. No, he's got a beautiful deep ball. Don't get me wrong, but but he rather throw that twenty yard. Or, he'd or rather closer. he'd rather throw an eight yard comeback route. Yeah, I mean he would he would literally rather motion in his tight end and run an eight yard comeback. Twenty route yards or closer is what he rather. Run. But that just goes to show that like the their offensive coordinating staff's doing a hell of a job. Then they're, John, they're scheming really, really well against yeah, John Harbaugh's doing well. I mean, John Harbaugh's actually saving his job. So. I thought I would never say that, but yeah, he yeah. Is. he's doing I mean, really well. So um, he's doing he's, he's he is fitting his offense to what his quarterback can play. He literally built and, an offense around Lamar Jackson, which that, is smart. It's it's no more. Uh, that's another thing the NFL needs to get. I get, I get tired of seeing these these highly talented, highly spoken about quarterbacks come out of college get thrown to a shitty NFL team and they're like learn our system but now you see the Ravens doing the way I think it should have been done for years mm-hmm. you develop the kid to what he what you see his skill set should develop to not you don't force him down a different path you're like we're going to take the skills you have perfect them and then build the offense around those skills and, and that's, that's that's the if, way you're going to succeed I guess if if your quarterback is going to be your franchise player yeah yeah but I mean why I well, mean, I mean but, but you're most, not going to draft somebody to not be your franchise player that early in the draft you know yeah I agree and and, and 90% of the time your quarterback is going to be your standout you know that's who you want but for like Dallas it could have been all right we're going to build our, our our offense around Zeke Elliott I just need a quarterback that can get the job done throwing the ball 
but let me get a great offensive line that's great run blockers. Yep. And then let Zeke almost average 100 yards a game. He's at like 98.6. 98.9 was after after yeah. Sunday. It was 98. Okay. Yeah. My Monday. point. So he's all, I mean. And that's why Deshaun Watson actually struggled a lot when he first came into yes, the league. Yes, I agree. It's, it's because Bill O'Brien had the Tom Brady system and yeah, said, he was this like, is what he was we're like, doing. You're running my offense, not yeah. what you can do. And and now you can kind of actually tell that he's kind of built it a little bit more around Deshaun Watson. That's why Andy Reid got rid of Alex Smith because he had the offense for Pat Mahomes. And holy shit, that was he right. Yes. You know? So, uh, there's going to be – I mean, think about the quarterbacks that are coming into the league this year. You're talking about Justin Herbert from Oregon. You're talking about Tua Tungvaloa. You're talking about um, – Is Justin Fields and Chalen hosting them going Justin in Justin Fields year? won't be able to come in this year. But um, you're talking about Jacob Eason from Washington. Washington. Burrow's and, and going. Joe Burrow's definitely going to go. Joe Burrow's got a little bit of athleticism. Is, uh, Jake Fromm has no athleticism. No. Is Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts will come going. in this year. Um by the way, there's a lot of quarterbacks. We're gonna talk about that one day. There's a there is there could possibly be seven quarterbacks taken Jake in the Bentley. first round. Uh, yeah, undrafted, hundred percent guaranteed undrafted. <laughs> Last pick of the draft. Jake Jake Bentley better go to another college. He better grad transfer somewhere. So, uh, but but I think that's where. <laughs> Watch Jake Bentley transfer out to a Power Five school and win a fucking championship with them. I would be not a chance. Irate. Not a chance unless he goes to Minnesota. Not a chance. I'd be irate. PJ Fleck is the only man that could save Jake Bentley, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean that's just kind of the quarterbacks that are going. I mean they're they're athletic. They're really good throwers though. I mean even as much as people want to say Jalen Hurts is kind of that scram. Jalen Hurts is the closest thing to Lamar Jackson. So if somebody's going to try that next year in the NFL, they're going to have to go with Jalen. I think Jalen Hurts is a better thrower than Tua is. I think. Whoa. Yeah. No. Calling it right there. I think I think Tua's form is ugly, and I don't I don't think he put, he, he throws more ducks than Jalen Hurts does. Tua's height is what hurts him a lot. Yeah, that and it, but that's like a, that's like an Aaron Rodgers thing. He's shorter, so you you have the. He, so there's a difference between six two and six foot. Yeah, no, but like you're still all ninety percent of your offensive line in the NFL is going to be six five or mm-hmm. taller, mm-hmm. and it's hard seeing over those guys, but. That's what's hurting Baker Mayfield as well. Yeah. I mean, that, that six-foot status is actually hurting Baker Mayfield. What makes Kyler Murray good is Kyler Murray not only drops super deep in the pocket, he also is usually on the tackles. He's usually moving the pocket with his feet to try and adjust himself for the routes. So, uh, And Cliff Kingsbury is an absolute offensive genius. So, Can we – I think it's kind of funny to watch the roller coaster that is the Cleveland Browns, as always. Start out hot. You're was, like, you're like, oh damn, this might be a legit team. Then all of a sudden, like, the past three weeks, everybody's just like, Alex, God, y'all suck. Alex, you really missed it, man. Adam and I soaked in every bit of it this Sunday. Oh, with Devin being there. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh, did God. he have any response? Like they're just garbage. He's so ready to fire everybody. He's the coach. He's clearing house already. He, he, he wants the coach gone. He wants the whole staff gone. He's he's defending Baker Mayfield. He Bubba looked at him and said, "Would you trade Baker Mayfield or OBJ?" And he said, "OBJ." What the really? fuck is – how is it OBJ's Really? Problem? How? It's not. It's not. They can't get him the ball. It's not like he's dropping passes. They can't get him the ball. How the fuck can you have OBJ and not get him the ball? You got Jarvis Landry. It's not like OBJ's getting double teamed every day. Yeah. You got freaking Jarvis Landry. They need a line like the Cowboys line, man. That line, could, that line is dirty. That, that See, that's the thing. Cleveland, everybody got hyped on Cleveland this year, and I said they're not good at offensive line and they're not good at linebacker. Right, they can't fucking tackle anybody, and they can't block anybody. So 
it, you know, they're paying the recovery. I, I actually think, I actually think Cleveland will really legitimately fire their head coach in the next three weeks, depending on how the record goes. I really, I really do believe he might actually be out. How long has he been there? This season. Oh, that's no, can't fire him already. That, uh, watch, watch. That's, good, that's, that's a dumpster fire a system. Thing to do, that would be the Cleveland Mafia. Well, just I saying, mean, fire them. They're like, okay, we'll do it. So I mean, think about it though. This is they hire. Think about the think about the GM's move though. They hired a that'd guy be that's another, never be been another, a coordinator. That'd be another situation like the Willie Taggart, except instead of it being a house fire, the Cleveland Browns are like, hey, this is a volcano that's been shit fire <laughs> for three thousand years. Here is a water bottle. Go cool it down. Good luck. You have four weeks. <laughs> No, I mean really. Like <laughs> Devin, Devin makes say, a like, great on point. Pa- on paper, though, the Cleveland that Browns team should not is suck. Stacked. They no. should not suck. I mean, but they I, don't have an offensive line, and that is they're, crucial. They're undisciplined too. They, I mean, they're, and I guess, they're and I guess, they take I holding tell penalties you. left and right. Second, they, second, yeah. second in the NFL in penalties. I, say, I don't um, think I can I mean, tell like, you anybody like on that line. Look but at look offensively, Pittsburgh's got one. Pittsburgh's got arguably one of the best offensive lines out there. And they're playing with a backup quarterback and a backup running back, and are doing better than the Cleveland Browns. Do you know who actually has the number one offensive line as far as grading out in the NFL so far this season? I would say probably the Colts. The Colts do. Yeah, the freaking Colts. Quentin so, Nelson makes that line though until yeah. they fall on yes. the quarterback and sprain his MCL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I think Quentin ne- Big tough. Quint- Quentin Nelson. <laughs> yes, I think he makes he makes that line though. Just like I think Zach Martin and. Uh, Tyrone Smith make the Dallas line. Yeah. It's like Pitt, Pittsburgh's made by the Pouncey and uh, Villanueva. Those two yeah. guys are just and DeCastro. Stout. DeCastro's yeah. really good too. So, and I mean, you you if you can have two to three key guys that there, you can you can figure it out with the two to three other positions. You could figure it out. But when you got either a like for Dallas, it's a good left tackle, and we got a great like like we have. Above average left tackle, above average right guard. It's like, hey, you just slow your guy down and kind of push him towards your other dude that's really good. Don't Connor, help you out. Connor like, Williams isn't bad at left guard. Travis Frederick's coming off of injury from last year. He's a great center. And uh, right tackle is, I think it's Collins, Lyle Collins. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the NFC East? Yes. Do you really think that? Yes. I, I do not believe. We dismant- We started out slow. But we dismantled the Giants last night. Yeah, I I believe thanks to a black cat, literally. Yeah, the black cat saved us. That okay. Side note: that cat was out of breath. They did they just zoom in that cat's face, and it looked like it was about to have a cat heart attack on the in the end zone. It it was in rough shape. Have just you seen throwing the, it out there? Have you seen the guy that did the F uh, FS one <laughs> coverage of? Uh, of the NFL, like the NFL coverage, yeah, the of that commentating game. that he yeah, had, yeah, and he was like, and he even worked in a red zone ad for some freaking company, it's like CPI red zone or yeah. whatever it was. He's at the three, he's in the CPI red zone, and he's in the end zone. It's a touchdown. So, it but was, yeah, they, yeah, so I I do believe Dallas is going to end up winning the East, but I still think in the shoot now in the NFC, your favorite's got to be San Francisco. Yeah, it's I got agree. to be. Ah, uh, the Saints. I mean, the Saints have won one game without Drew Brees. I mean, it's Brees is back though, baby. Yeah, it's. I it's, think. I think it's the Saints. Power rankings wise, power rankings wise, the San Francisco 49ers will be at the top because they're undefeated. But overall, team wise, I actually probably think the Saints are a better team. Okay. Because then you. Because then we I still think have. Well, yeah, they're well rounded. We still have they're, what they're Green Bay team. and experienced. We still Green, have Green, Green Bay, Bay and Seattle. 
Well, you can't. You actually can't rule out the Vikings. Okay. I mean, the, the Vikings lost to Kansas City this weekend, but they're also still right there. I'm just right trying there. to think who's going to wound out that. Look, as a Packers three, fan, four, Aaron Rodgers is going to get hurt, and that's going to kill Green Bay's season. Okay, that's just throwing it out there. He's he's due for an injury in the next two weeks. Calling it right now. I guess what Can I'm looking not, for please? is that three, four, five, and six. Who who are you going to wound that out with? And I guess Green Bay, Seattle, Dallas, and who. Well, you'll have, you have you have Green Bay win their division. You'll have San Francisco likely win their division. You have the Saints win their division. You have the Eagles win their division. No, you'll have Eagles have the third easiest schedule from here on out. Dallas has the eleventh hardest. Y'all are y'all are we, you're, you're half a game up on them because you haven't because the Eagles haven't had to, their bye week till this week. Yeah, I so said we beat them head to head already. I think we'll beat them in Philly with three and zero. That's going to be it. I mean, that's literally going to be it. You're going to have to beat them in Philly. I, and I definitely think we will. So. We're three and zero right now in our division. Well, yeah, well, you're again. We've played the Giants twice in Washington. Okay, exactly. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about that real quick. So, and, um, well, now four and zero, and we've played Philly once. Yeah. But still, we've played the Giants twice and the Redskins once and Philly once. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah. So, who do you think is that sixth team then to round out? The Seattle. Seattle will get in. Well, Y'all will have to play Seattle in the first round. That's what I'm saying. So you'll have Green Bay, Seattle, Dallas, somebody, and then, of no, you course, have the, Green, you have Green Bay, San Francisco, Dallas, and the uh, Saints. All right, so now you got two wild card teams. Yeah, you're going to have Minnesota and, and yeah, I would say Seattle. Minnesota probably. will probably that's, make so, the wild that's what card. I was, so I thought I would have been San Francisco, Saints, Green Bay, Dallas, Seattle and you saying Minnesota? I think Minnesota okay. will get in. Minnesota's got to get. I couldn't figure yeah. out. Who, I wouldn't. I couldn't think of who to put in as the sixth team or second wild card team. Yeah, you know who won't be making the playoffs? The, the Browns. Cleveland Browns. You know who might actually make the playoffs? The, the Raiders. The Oakland Raiders. So, Which then Devin's going to talk about that nonsense. I'll, I'll take the Ra- I will take the Raiders making the playoffs and the Browns being terrible. I will take that from Devin. Hey, don't because sleep he, on the Dolphins, yeah. okay? The man, the man put a uh, – The Dolphins are about to win out, baby. Win out, baby. <laughs> I mean, Devin put, a, Devin put a down payment on a car on the Browns winning the Super Bowl this year. He's an idiot. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, who do you actually think is going to end up being the worst? Just, give, just you, have, you have Cincinnati who hasn't won a game. Jets have won Cincinnati. one game. Yeah, Cincinnati. There's no go. way they beat another team. They're going to go. Yeah, There's no way they beat a team this year. Yep, I agree. They're 0-8. There's no way they get to 1-15 yeah, or whatever. Cincinnati. I don't know. How Washington's great pretty be? bad. Yeah, Washington's really bad. They've won one game. Jets have won one game. Miami's won one game. But Watch the Bengals since- somehow pull out two wins, and the Dolphins are back to drafting number one. They're like, oh, thank God. They're like, we, we <laughs> yes. thought we tried to tank against the Jets, and they're just so garbage. We couldn't beat. We could not lose them. I think the Bengals and Miami do play each other, too, though. So this is yeah, that's going to be pretty much it. The what Bengals if the what if the what if the Bengals win one game and it happens to be the Cleveland Browns? Huh. How that would be glorious would that That'd be? Better. <laughs> That'd be better. I would love that. <laughs> but I don't think we're gonna we're not gonna be able to make it to hockey talk tonight. I think we should we should create a second podcast. Let's do that. Let's make a second podcast called Hockey Talk. That's fine. We could do that. We can call it something stupid like sticks and pucks and. I was something. I was thinking we should do a a, a total a total sports 
Like we should do a total breakdown of South Carolina football and call it in the huddle. I think that's what we should we should make. That's already the out there. There's something out there called in the huddle. I you think so? If we do a yeah. hockey one, I will be here every week. I will not be a guest. We well, could just do like a, would, we could do like a 25 minute thir- 25 minute 30 minute episode of something. I, I'd hate to tell you it would literally just be you and Alex talking. I don't, know if okay. I, can, I don't it's know okay. if I can name. I'm about to buy NHL TV, so it means Zach should be over here every night watching hockey then. Better believe it. How I many will, players do you think you can name half of it. in the NHL right now, Chris? How many players could I name in yeah. the NHL? Uh, Malkin. Malkin. Crosby, Malkin, yeah, whatever. Crosby. Uh, isn't there like an Olin check? Is that his name? No. Mm, no. I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of checks Yeah. at the end of a lot of last names. Oh, fuck. What's that guy in Washington? Um... His Ovechkin. name's got check in it, but it's somewhere else. Yeah. Ovechkin. Ovechkin. There it is. Um, I could name more goalies than you could name yes. players. <laughs> yes. Mark Andre Fleury. Zach's definitely got me beat on player naming. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Mark Andre Fleury. Well, if it's not on the Pittsburgh Penguins, Alex don't give a damn. No, I know. <laughs> I know other players, but oh, yeah, uh, I, mean, I follow my favorite team. Is there a guy named Kane? It's uh, Patrick Kane. Patrick, Patrick Kane. Kane. What team does he play on? The Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. He's, He's uh, getting up there, though. He's up there in no old age. Um. Uh, Oh, there's somebody he's, really good. Yeah, he's on the, 32 this year. Yeah. There's somebody really good on Detroit, and I can't remember what his name Larkin, is. Larkin. You have um, Namath. You have. Uh, we just played them too. I should. It might be Larkin. Larkin's really good. Does is, you thinking uh, of the last name Quist? It ends with a Quist. Nyquist is on yeah. the Red Wings. Lundquist. He's good. Lundqvist is the goat goalie that plays yeah. for the Rangers. That he's never going to win a Stanley Cup yeah. because he plays for the Rangers, and it's kind of depressing. Who's the? Uh, who's he can the... block shots all day, but he has no offense to take those block shots yeah. and put them Who, in the other net. Who's the goalie for Pittsburgh now? Because they they got rid of Mark Andre Fleury. Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Matt Murray. He wasn't he hurt a lot last year. Yeah, he gets hurt quite yeah. a bit. Pecorino down there. Peck, man. Oh yeah, Pecorino is just unreal yeah. right now. He's yeah. he has he's it's his best season since he's twenty five and he's thirty three this year. Or he he's thirty five this year. It's his best season in ten years, and I think he's gonna win the Venza again this year. He, if he keeps playing like he's playing, he's on fire. He's who's, on fire. Who's the guy that uh, Carrie Underwood's married to from Nashville? Mike Fisher. He's, he's no retired. longer playing there. He's retired. Uh, yeah. Sucks to suck. He's he's considering being an announcer. Yeah, it Preds, sucks though. to be married to Carrie Underwood and have millions of dollars, Chris. I know. God, I wish my the life worst. sucks. It, 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 su- <laughs> it sucks to be Carrie Underwood is what I was saying. <laughs> hey, it sucks to be millions of dollars rich and have records that sell out. And that dude, left, that sell out. That dude <laughs> left hockey with a full face of teeth. So I think he's <laughs> – yeah. All right, now we know half of them are fake. Come no, on. No, all no, of I them think, are look, real. It's, it's, just like, it's just like Crosby. Crosby will most likely retire with all of his real teeth. Unless someone punches him in the face, which I hope for every time he plays. <laughs> That's because Crosby, Crosby and Fisher, they don't put themselves in positions to to put their body in front of yeah, shots. That's not their job. That's not their job. Scores. So. I miss the old Gretzky era days where like they would literally have defenders just skate in front of Gretzky like a flying V and literally just pound their ways into the net, and then Gretzky would be like, "Oh shoot!" and then get it in. There was there was a guy in the. I know what you said. We weren't going to talk about hockey, but we're in it now. Um, <laughs> just the, pause uh, it and roll it into the next episode. Yeah, we, <laughs> No, no, we're gonna keep going. I, I'll be fast. There was uh, talking blocking shots. There, Preds game uh, the other night. They played the Red Wings. This dude took a slap shot to the uh, calf. He was down, had to get helped off the ice. Didn't miss a shift. He got it massaged and took some smelling salts and was back on the ice like nothing happened. What a champ! What a champ! Remember the well, LeBron was a, James got carried off because of was, the calf. Yeah, because <laughs> of calf cramp. This dude took a ninety mile an hour slap shot of two, like what, From two or three pounds of rubber just. From yeah. two feet away. Like, then there's, there's also the um, 
the Bruins player, I forget his name, two years ago, like put his le- he lo- he dropped to a knee to block a shot and it hit his tibia on the ice. Broke it. Broke it. And homeboy skated for a solid minute with a broken tibia. He finished his oh. shift. He finished his shift and almost had an assist. Like because it was power play kill and he was trying to kill the power play and he was like, I'm not getting off the ice during this and he limped around with a broken leg. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm trying. I'm trying this. Hold your fingers up, Adam. All right. Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, Chicago Blackhawks. Tampa Bay Lightning. What are you trying? I'm trying to name 10 He's NHL trying. teams. Okay. I don't think I can do it. I can name all 32. Uh, I'm, <laughs> see, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I can name every – I had to do this once for a test in, in college. Man, get back to the NHL. We got three. All right. Detroit Red Wings. Colorado Avalanche. Um, New York Rangers. Um, San Jose Sharks. Edmonton Oilers. Yes. Um, Carolina Hurricanes. Yes. Um, fuck, there's not an Atlanta team. There, you there used to be. be. It's now in Winnipeg. I'll give you a hint. The Jets. There you go. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, 10. Yeah. You also wow. just missed Nashville. Still. We just talked about oh, them. Yeah, the yeah, Predators. Yeah. Predators. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the what's the Dallas Knights. team? The Dallas, Dallas Stars. Dallas okay. Stars. Okay. They used to be the – they actually have a really cool old retro jersey. They used to be the Dallas North Stars. Yeah. And it'd be, it was the letter N, and on the up of the N, it was like a shooting star going yeah, up. Yeah, it was pretty dope. The yeah. L, you got the I LA think, Kings. I think those are going to be what their Winter Classic jerseys look like. Hopefully. I, I think they're going to throw it back to that. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Were you? Did you listen to the episode where we named all the Power 5 schools? Or yes. they named all the Power 5 schools? Yes. So I was here for that. Or I was not here for that. I was listening to it. Yeah. So, I'm proud of myself for naming 10 NHL teams. In college, I had an exam, and the guy, because uh, I majored in sports management, the guy actually let us, if for every team that you could name from the NHL, MLB, NBA, or NFL, you would get a half a point back on your exam. I think I can name 10 OHL teams, which is their, uh, like, junior hockey league. Oh, the G like, League? For, yeah, 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 pretty much like the G League. So you can name uh, my old, my boss played for the Stingrays in Charleston. Did he really? That's yep. cool. So, but I named every single MLB, NBA, and NFL team, <laughs> and I named like four hockey teams. <laughs> I was like, I know these. So um, that was what is what is like ninety five cut in half. Could you name any any MLS teams? Uh, yeah, the um, Portland Timbers, uh, the LA Galaxy, the LA FC. What's the DC team? The um, DC United. Yeah, DC United. Uh, You've also got Atlanta United too. Uh, yeah, kicking yeah. ass. Seventy-five, seventy-five thousand, averaging yeah. more people than the damn Falcons. Well, you got Orlando <laughs> FC, I think, is what it is. Yep. New York Red Bulls. Detroit has a team. Um, yeah, but the Portland Timbers are uh, are kind of like my favorite MLS team because their okay. fan base is really really awesome. Yeah, I went. I I, I was going to be more surprised on if you would know more soccer teams than you would I might <laughs> than hockey teams yeah I might the only time I watch hockey is when the Penguins are in the playoffs because my whole family is basically Penguins fans or friends or family I'm sorry for your family wow, yeah, Pittsburgh. it sucks watching a good hockey team yeah Pittsburgh's got plenty of championships <laughs> I mean it's not like you know Boston unfortunately God, that's an my, my favorite shirt for. my favorite shirt says uh, shout out to Austin Williams forget me the shirt but it says Yens want a drink and Yens is the Pittsburgh word for y'all 
and then below it, it's got yellow solo cups, and on the solo cups, it's every year the the, the Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Hey, there was a uh, stolen championship from the Predators a couple of years ago that the Penguins won, where a goal was disqualified when it shouldn't have been. So I'm just throwing that out there. That that's a that's an asterisk championship. Was that like 30 years ago or? No, it was three years <laughs> was ago. About, that was I think that was, that was Mike Fisher's <laughs> last, last year, last yeah. true year before last he year. retired and then came back and lost in the first round. How long have you been a Predators fan? Since I was 13. What have What have you been a fan of the longest team wise? I in NHL or did, no? Just, just in, in I've been an Auburn fan since I was born because okay. both my parents went there. But uh, I always grew up watching hockey. My dad's a big Flyers fan. So I watched. I like the Flyers. That sucks. Philadelphia, right? Um, yeah, okay. but I uh, I really liked Peter Laviolette, their head coach. And when he moved to Nashville, I started watching, and it, it worked out because it was close proximity. And I liked the head coach. I liked his style of play, and so I followed them a lot closer because I would follow Nashville just for proximity. While a lot of people here are Atlanta fans, um, I followed them because Nashville was close to where I grew up in Alabama. Um, so. What was the Atlanta team used to be called? The Atlanta the Thrashers. Thrashers. Oh, okay. And they, they they were the Winnipeg Jets. They got moved to Atlanta. They didn't do well in Atlanta, so they got moved back to Winnipeg. Winnipeg's in Canada. Yes. Yep. It's yeah. in Manitoba. So, wow. So I'm the I'm I'm a Braves fan. Like I've I've been a Braves fan since I was born because they won a championship the year after I was born. So hey, if you wanna if you wanna learn about Same. some hockey, you let me know. I will learn you up. Yeah. So. Does anybody beat you in NHL at the house? Uh, occasionally. Um, the other night I was playing, and I was uh, I saw the two pucks because I was so drunk, and I still made it a close game. So <laughs> He got thrashed by Christian. Really? By one goal when I was looking at two pucks. <laughs> that was getting thrashed by Christian. No, I thought he beat you like three or four to one or something like that. Oh, yeah. That, he beat me like that when I was – he was playing as the Penguins, who is rated at a 92. Two on NHL night or twenty, and I was playing as I believe I was either the Kings or the Sabers, who are both in the low eighties, like top where the Sabers shittiest at? teams, Buffalo, Buffalo right. uh, in the league right now. So it was a very skewed matchup. Yes, yeah. and I I still it's, made it a close game for what it was. It's <laughs> like us whipping out the two thousand thirteen NCAA game and you picking Alabama and me picking UMass. Yes, exactly. So, which by the way, when NCAA 21 comes out, we are absolutely having a massive tournament. 100%. So, um, I will uh, take time off of work. I have the vacation pay for that. I will too. All right, everybody got that. Everybody taking time off work to play. And I think we're all willing to pay as much money as it takes to get that game. Uh, yeah. I looked, yes. I looked at my wife the other night and I was like, I will pay 100 bucks for this game. 100, yeah, 100 bucks. I'd pay 100 bucks. Yeah. I already paid 70. Chris is like, I'm going to buy the PS5 and buy this game. Oh, it's happening. No, it's happening. I'm it's, buying the PlayStation 5 as soon as it comes out. Yep. So, Alex. Oh, 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 oh. Is that the college football rankings? Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, and Penn State top the first college football playoff rankings. Ohio State's number one? No way. No way. Over LSU? Hold on. I'm pulling the article up. The Buckeyes are followed by number two, LSU, number three, Alabama, and then Penn State rounds out the top four. Bullshit. Wow. Ohio State one, LSU two, Alabama three, Penn wow. State four. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I know you were a big Ohio Clemson State. Clemson is probably at home crying and cussing I can't the wait. TV. I cannot wait to open up Facebook. Oh, yeah. Clemson We've fans. been cheated out of the playoffs. Ooh, ooh. Number six, Georgia. Yeah. That is what? Number they seven, just, number seven Florida, Oregon. They just beat Florida. No, it's number seven, Oregon. 
Utah at number eight. Undefeated. Oklahoma, Florida. And then a number 11, Auburn. Hey, we went up 13, the Wisconsin. Right. 14, Michigan. Yeah. I'm telling you, that Pac-12, cha- that Pac-12 is, championship is going to be Clemson big. five? Clemson is five. Yeah. That Pac-12 oh, championship is going to mean a oh. lot. The AAC has four teams in the rankings now. I with told, the Memphis, they, Boise State, Navy, and SMU. No, no, no. Boise State's in uh, Boise State's in the Mountain West. ESPN says AAC. That's not no, right. Yeah, Boise's definitely no, Boise's in that. in the Mountain West. Yeah. Or Mac or whatever. No, no, no. They're in the Mountain, Mountain West. West. Yeah. So, but no, SMU, Memphis, Cincinnati, and Houston. Is that who's in? That's the four AAC teams? Memphis, Navy, Oh, Navy. SMU, Navy. and then yeah. Boise State is what they're saying. It's not Boise State though. It's Cincinnati is who they're they're they misprinted that. But yeah, that's they have four ranked teams. ACC has two. Hell yeah. ACC has two ranked teams, and Wake Forest is barely in there. So barely. I mean, wow. You know what? I mean, Clemson. Yeah, we're wrapping up. I mean, Clemson. Like, should they be mad because they're the defending national champions? Yeah. I mean. But look at their team. It's but not you, it's not top caliber compared to the other you four teams above them. Beat anybody? You played A and M at home. You beat them by ten to four. You know, ten to fourteen. You I barely, just wasn't expecting them to be out of the top four that quick. You that barely, makes me so happy though. You know quick. what? You know what? Though, that justifies. That means they, have to, they have to earn their right back in there. That justifies everything that South Carolina fans have been saying for years. Okay, you don't play anybody. Yeah, your conference is terrible. You're, I mean, I, it, you. It's not your fault that Florida State sucks, but it's you know, Florida State sucks. What, okay, P- Pittsburgh had seven was seven and five and was in the championship game for the conference. Yes, that should tell you everything you need to know about that if, conference. If you want to stop this shit, stop playing Citadel, stop playing Wofford. You know, yeah, you booked in Texas A and M. Congratulations, you played one good team. Who do you open up the season with? The freaking Citadel. Or no, who do they play at yeah, the beginning Citadel's of the season? Trash. No, no, no. They played. Was it Coastal Carolina? They played the very first game of the season. Yes, it was Coastal. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're they're an FBS team now, but let's be real. They're in the Sun Belt. I mean, open up the season with freaking Notre Dame. Who I, you, you know you can't control that because they're supposed to play their six. You know, I actually don't open up the season with Notre Dame. Notre Dame's not even a real challenge anymore either. They they. I mean, in the years they opened up playing <laughs> Auburn, it was a close game that Auburn could have easily won both games. Or so. go out go they, out west and grab a team from the out uh, from the western side. Yeah, I, agree. I mean that's that's what I'm saying. But they team. always they always play one SEC team, and it seems to be every year kind of one of those middle of the road teams. But Auburn, at the same time, A&M. I think Clemson's running into the same issue that Alabama is, and the fact who's gonna who's gonna what Power Five school is gonna Come and play you opening do, week. Do this. Or, do this thing called a well, home see, and I don't, home. I think. I think Clemson. Yeah, home home. Clemson's not really the biggest threat as Alabama is, in my opinion. Because Alabama's been, historically year in year out, they're gonna they're gonna crush the small team. Yeah. Clemson's you, still that untested, you, not really proven. You do your scheduling five years out. So Clemson has. I mean, Clemson can't use the excuse of well, nobody wants to play us now because the schedule was out before they won their first championship. Exactly. So no, this is you making an easy schedule so that you get in the championship or you get in the playoffs. So and I don't get me wrong, I get what Alabama and Clemson's saying. I actually personally believe that's bullshit. I believe if if Alabama went to Oklahoma and said we'd like to do a, a one and one to start the season, a home and home, because losing like a, that first it, game. When you say home and home, you mean like a neutral one, site? Yeah, no, no, they both or, play. They both they play they, in Alabama and they'll play in Oklahoma. It's or like, it's or like it Auburn be, and Clemson or, did. Two years ago, yeah, okay. or it can be a neutral site. That's fine as well. I think both teams would agree to but that. Those, like teams, out, and those teams out west would jump on it because they're like, "This is our chance to beat these highly touted East Coast teams that no one says we can beat." Look at Oregon; they lo- they lost to Auburn. They took the risk of playing Auburn game one. 
They've lost to Auburn the very first game of the season, but they battled their way back yeah, they, into the top ten because they only lost the team. first game. Yeah, they're still a good team. Right? So even if Clemson went out and played, <coughs> you know, Oregon, or Oregon came and played Clemson and no, they just happened to lose. Play Utah at this point right now. Oh, my God. That would be the most Clemson thing possible. Really oh, was. we played a top ten team. Oregon has a great offense, absolutely no defense. They might as well play in the Big 12. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I mean, Oregon's going to get crushed by Auburn in the Pac-12 championship game. The fact that the fact that um, Clemson was like, we're playing another top 25 team. Wofford's in the top 25. It's like, okay, hold on. Let me, let me stop you there. No, Wofford, Wake Forest. Wake no, Forest. yeah, Wake Forest. It's like, it's, like, it's like Wake Forest. You're talking about Wake Forest. It's like, come on now. That's not really – they're a top 25 team because, I mean, they've just – circumstantial. They just have not, haven't lost a game yet. That's it. Yeah. And, and You're I mean, not playing a real threat, not a real team. Then turn around and look at who Wake Forest has played. I mean, that's what the ACC does right now. They just don't – they don't play anybody. And, and then, I mean, look you turn around and then look at who Clemson's going to play. I'm pulling it up right now. I'm willing to bet it's probably North Carolina – that they're going to have to play again. It is. They've already played North Carolina. I, I'm yeah, talking. I'm playing an again? ACC championship game. Actually, I'm sorry. It's Virginia who is six and three and four and two in the ACC. Let's look at who Virginia's played. Any any chance Virginia's actually played top twenty five teams? Like maybe one in Lake Forest. Yeah. It was no. It was one in Notre Dame. They played at Notre Dame. Got beat by fifteen points. Because Notre Dame was one of their six ACC. I mean, you're talking about losses to Miami, who's absolute trash. Louisville, who's on the comeback. They happen to beat North Carolina this weekend. That's why they're atop of that side. So, again, you are probably looking at a 7-5 and five team playing for the ACC championship game with Clemson. Against an undefeated Clemson. If you went 7-5 and five in the SEC, Big 12, hell, probably even in the Pac-12, you wouldn't even be in consideration. If you, if you go – I seriously think the ACC, is the, only, the ACC is the only Power 5 conference out there that can have a 7-5 and five team be what? in the championship. Well, Mississippi because- State's going to be 7-5 and five this year, and they are second to last in the SEC West. Well, because because your your That's best team, because like, your on. best teams in the ACC are all Clemson, Florida State, are all in that same side of the division. Yeah, but it's funny how you said the best teams, and you just listed off two, and you had to stop. Yeah, yeah. but th- but those the are good who, teams. It's the good teams. But that's two. who. But that's who would you, compete. You do understand Florida State's four and five and three and four in the but ACC. That's who, that's who would compete. <laughs> but that's who would compete for the ACC championship. If yeah. you had them in two separate divisions, it would be one of those. And Shane, if you go back, teams. if you go back three years, you're like, oh, okay, you're only naming two good teams. You go back three years, okay, name the top ten, uh, teams in the ACC: Clemson, Florida State. Okay, you're still naming fucking two teams: Louisville like, when L- when Louisville, Lamar Jackson yeah. was there. Yeah, two or three teams. That's Wake, ridiculous. Wake Forest is scheduled so far. Utah State beat them by three. At Rice, who by the way I don't think has won a game yet this season, forty-one and twenty-one. Uh, UNC beat them by a touchdown. Elon. Ooh, yeah, beat, ooh. beat them by 42 at home. Boston College at Boston College, won by three. Lost to Louisville in overtime, 62-59. Beat Florida State, who we've been crapping on all day by two points. And then beat the crap out of NC State at home. They have yet to play a ranked opponent this season. But Wake Forest is somehow number 19 in the country. No big deal. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I, I can't get my head around it. Will not understand it. You can't make the ACC guys understand it, nor if you're a fan of any ACC team that you won't be able to understand it. It's just your head's too far up your ass. That's honestly what it is. I agree. And it's not. It's not just the us saying, "Oh, we're ACC guys." Like, no, like we're we're talking about the Big Twelve. 
the Big Ten. I'm a real twelve. Like those guys are doing better than you. I'm yeah. a realist. I mean the the American Athletic Conference has more ranked opponents than you. They they yeah. are playing game day games. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, wrap that wrap that around you. It might be time to kick wanna, somebody wanna, out wanna, in that in. I want to see. I want to see one of these ACC teams that supposedly is good go play North or South Dakota. Yeah. Go play the two top the top two teams in the SES. Flor- Florida State play. I mean, think about Florida State lost to ball the Boise State to open the season at home. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyways, we're gonna call it a night on this one. Kind of run over. We got a good hour and a half of recording in on this one, so it should be a good episode. But that's gonna wrap up this episode. Thank you, Zach, for filling in for our boy Austin. Gonna Anytime. have to get, get Zach in the studio more often so we can expand on this hockey talk now that the season's really kind of cranking up. Still a little too early to give out predictions for that, but We'll see how it goes. Anybody got any last words, alibis, anything you want to throw in? Uh, Preds are uh, leading the NHL in offense. No big deal. Yeah, he dropped the mic on that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. Yeah.